I'm on no sleep. Oh, I got some sleep. Corey, I, too. I got none. I got home. Oh, well, see, I came... Oh, did you get a fresh yes, that's situation? Why got, that's why I got no And did I overhear you say something about 4 a.m.? Corey. Explain everything. Mary left. Okay. Are we, are we Please put it? it on the screen. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. The We're talking. What is the hair struggle? Tell me. So I got no sleep. Went to bed at 4 a.m. because I had to get my hair did. I had to. And that crochet life, I have a big head. I was blessed with lots of thick hair. I won't complain. But getting to all of it. God bless Mary, my stylist, because she came through around 7.30 last night when I got home from Miami, and I was like, all right, Mary, let's do this quick, and she gave me that look like, all right, <laughs> if that's what you think. We watched like four movies. Next thing I know, I was taking her home at 4 a.m., and my husband woke up twice, like half in his boxes, looking out like, what? <laughs> She's still here. Girl. <laughs> but, you know, I had to get it done, you guys, because weekends don't always work. First of all, can you tell I'm about to do a shout out. They're not a subscriber, but shout out to Swivel Beauty. It's a black owned app, black female owned app. It gives you mobile hairstylists in Washington, D.C. and New York. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Mia. Mia's like, I can come to you at 6 a.m. I can come to you at 7 a.m. She is done in 45 minutes. I am in my living room. All I got to do is wash and condition my hair because you're right. I don't have time. On the weekend. I don't. And I, okay, I've grown up in a salon. I know the beauty of salon and being together, the I kumbaya, but I don't have time right I don't. Now. And they don't have availability. You ever try to make a last minute weekend yeah. appointment? They're like, ha ha, no, you won't. No. Mm-hmm. And to your point, Corey, I love the comfort of getting my hair done in my own home. Yes. Getting, it's life-changing. It really it's is. It's life-changing. So shout out to Mary. Um, y'all, <laughs> I need some rest though, so bear with me. But Shout I out to S- Swivel Beauty. Listeners, if you're in Washington, D.C. or New mm. York, download that app. Get you a mobile hairstylist. Change your life. Shout out to 16-hour um, hairstyles that you sit in there for okay. 16 hours. Because that's the longest I've been. So you guys tell us how long. Were those micro braids? Yes. Oh. Micro for like 16 hours. She would come spend the night. The lady that did my hair. Yeah, I knew. once had three women mm-hmm. on my hair for micros for eight hours. Yeah. So that's what? 24? Good Lord. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into some Twitter love. But first of all, Yes Girl Podcast, we are here. We are together. Yes. It fresh is. from Miami. Fresh from Miami. Yeah. What up? Um, but it is the start of a glorious week. We had a great time down at the ANA Multicultural Diversity Conference. We did. We had a special guest from a uh, special return guest, actually, Yvonne Orji. Friend to the show. Friend to the show. Uh, you guys will hear her amazing talk a little later, um, before the end of the year. We'll yes, say that. We're gonna out. save it. It was good. I'm gonna save that. Thank you for continuing to talk to us. Uh, I'm gonna just read some social media love that we have. Um, one girl, Nicole Wesson at Nikki W. She's given us some, you know, some some energy to put out there. She said, when you have a Jennifer Lewis on the Yes Girl podcast, we're going to need all caps all the time. We are ready for it, girl. You know what? We are working on it. We are trying to get on uh, Jennifer Lewis's schedule. So we're going to make that happen for you, girl. Um, I need that. D show at D- underscore day wonder says Yolanda whispering. I'm sorry. After Ruben comment. <laughs> I'm in tears. <laughs> I'm still sorry, girl. That was a moment, oh though. God. That was so <laughs> ass. I'm so embarrassed. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey. <clears throat> girl, I'm still laughing at <laughs> <sighs> Okay. Last one is... Sage. At- <laughs> Sage. <laughs> From at gorgeous underscore exec. Uh, love... The Essence Mag Live Yes Girl podcast interview with Yvonne Orgy at the ANA Multicultural Festival. Thank you, Yay! girl. She posted a Thank picture. And you. it's a cute picture, too. Don't you love when somebody gets a cute photo of you doing yeah. it? Girl, send that to us. DM us because we couldn't be taking pictures. Yeah. Uh, so cute. Thank you. But thank everybody. you all. Thank you all. Continue to talk to us. I'm at Corey Murray. At Yoli Zama. At Man Wife Dog on Twitter and Charlie Penn on Instagram. And one day I will explain why I have, why I have two. We mm-hmm. will get into that. We will get into that one day. Yes. Y'all. I'm not being extra for no reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Charlie, you got your computer open. What you over there reading? Girl, Tell us. With the tea for the week. The tea for the week. The tea. That should be the name of the segment. <gasps> the tea for the, the week. For the week. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll Wait, I have the theme song. Wait, let me think. Let me think theme song. Um, um, uh, the tea for the week. The, the tea, tea for the week. The tea for the week. The tea for the week. I really like that. But first, the tea for the week. Let's talk about our guest this week. Yes. Who, I mean, kind of fits into the tea because she's always weighing in. Amanda Seals. 
Hey. Love her. Of Insecure on HBO and Comedian. And she's currently right now taking her wonderful pro- uh, show, Smart, Funny, and Black. On the road. On the Pandy road. road. <laughs> <laughs> As they say in the Caribbean. And it is seriously the uh, hilarious black excellence She experience. said they swag surfed. And sang Before I Let Go as group karaoke. Yes, she's in town for the New York Comedy (laughs) Festival. But what's the tea for the week? Do we start with Tyrese or do we end with Tyrese? Girl, this fucking Tyrese. We'll wait. We'll wait because we we must unpack. We have so many thoughts. So, okay. I know you guys may have seen this story, but if you did, I got to talk about it. Demetria Obelor, who is a news anchor in Dallas, a traffic reporter. (laughs) Channel 8. Yes. Um, This random hateful ass woman on Facebook named Jan hateful right? Was it Jan? she was real I mean come on there's no other there troll isn't, isn't even enough mm-hmm. you just have hate in your heart Jan decides to post a picture of Miss Demetria slaying in a bodycon dress on set at Channel 8 and to say um what did she call her she looks like a size size 16 woman trying to squeeze into a size 6 yeah and I will no longer Something be like watching that. the program yeah ridiculous Jan Change the channel. Lee, go get throw your TV out the window, yeah, Jan. Girl. Just don't do this. Don't hate yourself. And first of all, this obviously Demetria is not a size 16. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I am. But she obviously wasn't even that size and she looked amazing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, don't be bad because she has curves and you don't, Jan. Yeah. And Demetria gave no fucks. Yeah. She really did. She did not care at all. I went. I trolled Demetria's Instagram feed, and I loved it. She slays all day in her body cons week after week. She looks amazing. She looks yeah. amazing. And who gave her some love? Chance the Rapper. Yes, he sure did. He, did. he sure did. I love that she owns her curves. She and owns that. We want to see women that look like us on the morning She's news. She's beautiful. I want to see Yes. Afro-Latinas. Beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a really good friend. Shout out Omari Fleming. He's on the news down in San Diego. But he tells me all the time uh, that people will constantly call him and be like, your ties are too big. You do this. You don't. You need to stop dressing like, you know, whatever. You know, what? get Brooks. He said people come for him all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to be clear, okay, if we're being They're reading honest, the news. Concentrate on the news. Thank you. And just if you don't like it, go elsewhere. But don't yeah. don't try to call her out like she's doing something wrong. But I will say, when I when I read the comment before I looked at the photo, there is a difference between an extremely ill fitting outfit and a bodycon dress. Yeah. And Jan just mixed up the two. She sure did. Bodycon yeah. is a style and she looked amazing in it. But I have seen a, a woman in a dress five sizes too small, but this wasn't it. Yeah. Just Demetri just got curves. Yeah. Yes. She's a curvy Four woman. Days. That's it. Period. We love it, boo. Keep your magic bright on there. With some more tea. I want some more sugar. Okay. Also, this week... mm, 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 mm. Okay. Vapor rub for your edges. Hello. What is this thing? You know what? I know it went viral and we covered it. Yolanda, what happened? The new me (laughs) is trying out some Vicks Vapor Rub (laughs) right now because my edges are in need. You know, so there's a growing trend. It's not a new trend. Oh, um, okay. It's um, the first video I ever saw was like in like, oof, like six years ago, but it didn't pick up until you know we're, what we were doing on YouTube six years ago and now. Like if you search YouTube, if you search um, Vicks Vapor Rub edges, you're gonna get all these videos. So we wrote about it on Essence.com about how a lot of Black women are using it on their edges because supposedly it works. Um, it's really interesting. I mean, I I'm gonna try it. I don't know about y'all. Is it like I'm a nightly situation? Well, I don't know if they tell you when to do it, but I would imagine that you should do it at yeah, night. I don't want to. You don't want to do it. I know. The day. And are you putting a scarf on top to make the intensity? Intense, yeah. but that yeah. tingle must be know. nice because I love yeah. a peppermint like anything that tingles my scalp. So I was judgmental, right? Really, and then I was like, Wait a minute, remember back in the day we used to use sulfur eight? No, kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that grease? Let me know on Twitter. Is y'all. it the blue one? No, it's well, it can be blue, yeah. I think but it's the, the, the most blue, can, blue and white can, the most um common one is the one in the yellow can. It's written sulfur eight, it's supposed to be for your for dandruff. Oh. But people use it to for hair growth. And it's the same kind of ingredients as vapor rub. So I wondered if people were uh, like, is there something about having sulfur in the hair probably. that makes... That makes Look at um, us being chemists. Okay, chemists. we know our science. <laughs> and speaking of chemistry in our bath... I mean, you know, our bathrooms that we always do. Um, I Yvonne Orji in Miami told us about using monostat on your edges. I know, that blew oh, me away. Oh, she got that from Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Yes. Tiffany I was like, sh- what now? And I've heard of people using monostat in their hair. I've never seen what it does, but supposedly it grows your hair too. Honestly, I'm willing to do anything for the edges. Seriously. <laughs> so I will 
Seriously. I will try damn near anything. <laughs> that mind I'm coming back because of crochets. Yes, you're here. Which, you know, shout out to crochets. Mm-hmm. They're, yes. they're living their best lives. So I don't know about you, but Kim on Kimple's the weekends, too. <laughs> I'm going to be a smelly mess on the weekends. Don't judge me. I think I would try the Vicks over the Monistat, though. I don't know. Well, yeah. the Monistat doesn't have a smell. I know. I just, I don't know. Something if I about Monistat on my hair. I don't want to buy like three containers want. of Monistat at the store and be all, I, I, I haven't gotten past that point <laughs> in my life. I can buy tampons <laughs> and all that, but I don't want to be like, yes, three cans, three yeah. boxes of Monistat, please. No, and I have guys, bad memories of Monistat. The guy at the register's like, you are right. And I want it on my hair. Memories. I, no. I'm, I'm still working on myself. I don't know if I can buy three boxes of that. All right. No. I'm just saying. Well, stay tuned. Okay, and there's more tea, guys. I mean, it's just, a, you know, the cups are full. Jilly from Philly is getting a divorce. Aww. <gasps> I'm sad. Damn. I'm sad. I didn't see this coming. Uh, a lot of people didn't see this coming. They were only married for 15 months. Her husband, Mike Dobson, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I what really snatched my edges. Who filed? She filed. Okay. But what really snatched my edges was when he did an exclusive interview with Bossip. Lord trashing her. Is this allegedly reportedly? No, girl, they quoted this man. What? He called her an evil woman. Ugh. Said that she emasculates and manipulates men. He just went in and He's I'm like, nasty. sir, you're mad. Nasty. He, yeah. yeah, that's just disrespectful. This is a woman you took, you you guys exchanged vows 15 months ago and a day after she files divorce, f- files for divorce, you're on an internet, on a news site calling her an, an evil woman? No. Okay. I think I need Sit him back and I can do Isaacs to go have a there, seat somewhere. Yeah, they need to go to messy man prison. Yeah. <laughs> okay? And they, I'm sentencing you to five years yeah. in messy man Stop. prison. Lock it down, shut it up. Wait, what did around. you call a season of the creeps? Like, yes. that's this is. <laughs> The season Expose of the, the creep. I already don't believe you. Everything that you said after she's an evil woman. Okay, mm-hmm. boo. Bye. You might not like that you signed a prenup. You might not like that she's tired of whatever it is. But I don't want to hear you anymore because yeah. you came You came at her wrong. Jill was very smart, though. I just mm-hmm. have to say. Prenup. That prenup. prenup. Well, she was your, like, what you won't do checks. is take my coins. No. no, you won't. That I worked hard for. Yeah. Oh, listen, okay. that woman works so hard. So hard. She was just with us in South Africa for Essence Festival. Um, Jill is one of the hardest working women out here. So don't try to come from I will point. always go see a Jill Scott performance. Yeah. When she does that opera oh moment, yeah. she could do it over and over again for me. And I when care. I just need to hug in a song, I go to Jill. Yeah. Please. Like I, my soul. I just actually, ha- the Hamilton mixtape has been out for a minute, but I realized I didn't have Say Yes to This, which she redid. Mm. And I love Jill. I love, I love Jill. It. But tell me about another messy motherfucker. Okay. I think we all know who we're talking about. <laughs> Let, can we talk about Tyrese? This, wh- all right, real talk, what the fuck is going on? I'm praying for him. Mm. And I'm not even just saying that in the way that we say that. Like, I don't know what's going on. And every time I think he's, you know, gathered and he's going to be all right, he goes and back at it again with another inexplicable, ridiculous, hard to even fathom why you're putting this out there video on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Okay, the last one I watched, I know now let's grant it, he's going through a custody battle that was just recently resolved with mm-hmm. his ex-wife. He allegedly reportedly hadn't seen his daughter in two months. Mm-hmm. We all saw him crying and melting down and I imagine that that hurt Mm -hmm. but he then he started bragging about Will and Jada giving him five million dollars now I believe they did it I don't believe that he was supposed to talk about it well Will today came out and said no I didn't he's like um wait a minute yeah it's just it's just wait a minute stop it Yolanda you stop it no I didn't none of it happened well, I mean, Will Smith may just be, you know, just to kind of, you don't Save want your face. business out there like that. But That's a big He tag. definitely spoke to the press and said that he denies gifting Tyrese $5 million towards his um, custody battle. So, okay, this is what makes it even crazier. The most recent video that I saw, Tyrese has someone filming him in his gourmet kitchen. I'm going to say gourmet because I saw at least eight cabinets. I heard this dude as a, penny ha- a Benihana. On a Starbucks in his house. Maybe he didn't have that shit. Mm. Girl, Maybe he could afford something. He has some a things. life-size transformer in his fucking foyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, so wait, funny. he's walking through his house like he's on MTV Cribs, right? Someone's following him. <laughs> he's talking about he's waiting for that $5 million check to cash so he's eating ramen noodles. Then he's like, oh, wait, you guys, I got to find the ramen noodles. So he's opening up all these cabinets filled with food. 
more food than I've ever had in my cabinets ever in life. Okay, like oh, I gotta find the ramen noodles, and then he finds some random cup of ramen in his office, and he's like, "See, I'm still eating ramen," but then he's also crying because his chef couldn't work that day because he was sick. Oh, wow. his personal chef. His personal chef. Oh, he's so sad mm-hmm. because he the man just loves to cook for them, and he's so ill. Tyrese, what are you doing? I'm sorry, you guys. I've had enough. I've had enough. <laughs> this sweet lady is. It. I retired. I quit. And then the other part of it, he's I'm going after done. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes, for taking on to have a, a, a spinoff from the Fast and Furious franchise. Like, dude, did you come up with the idea for Fast and Furious? Be humble. Sit down. What Please. happened to this man? You are cashing more checks than most of us ever will in our ever. entire life. And granted, we understand that you are going through things, but your tethers are so cut. You are so lost in space. Did you think we want to hear about your chef? <laughs> After some of us prayed that you get your daughter back, and now you want to talk about your chef didn't work today, and you, yeah. and then you want to turn around and twerk in your kitchen, Tyrese, go. And then the, to I'm now done. to say, oh, it's mental. Well, he's not saying, but the internet is kind of saying yeah. it's it, it could be mental health. Yeah, but I'm not giving that a pass. No. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'm sorry. You know, and we're this is a safe space, right, Sage? Mm-hmm. We've and Tyrese has been to the Essence office quite a few times, and at this point, I'm comfortable enough to say that I have always felt like he was rude. Yeah. And disrespectful and disingenuous. And that's my experience. Yeah. But I have never felt more disrespected by an entertainer than I have interviewing Do you Tyrese. Guys know, I, no. I think I feel comfortable sharing this. Real talk. Um, real talk. He, for We have a very prestigious event we do during Oscar Week, Black Women in Hollywood. And um, he wanted to come. But he, mm-hmm. wasn't, he wasn't invited. And it wasn't like, we can't invite everybody. Let's yeah. just be And real. it's also very centered around black mm-hmm. actresses mm-hmm. black mm-hmm. thank you Yolanda so but he went on Instagram and was like shaming us about like why can't I get why can't I get invited why can't I perform why Essence do me this way blah 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 so we had an internal talk I was like you know what Tyrese has been good to us over the years let's go ahead and invite him he comes to the event dressed to the nines mm-hmm. but then doesn't want to sit this is an invite only mm-hmm. special 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 room. special room you got Oprah at your table. Okay. You got Angela Bassett over Shonda here. Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes. Like, come on. He kind of felt that too many people were coming up to him mm-hmm. and he needed to be whisked off to the green room. And it's really a night for black actresses. Like, just, you know, there's moments where you can make it about you, but that night was about Issa Rae, yes. Yara Shahidi, and um, Asia Naomi King, and I forgot who that was. Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. Mm-hmm. Like, can you make it about them? But it became about. And, and not to cut you off, but think. Don't we? It's a very small group yeah. of men that we invite in that room. Absolutely, yeah. it's a yeah. special. It's special, a special room, and for space. him to be like, "Oh, too many people coming up to me, wanting yeah. pictures." Yeah. And I need to say, I think I'm so done now because over the years he's come here to support his projects, his music. We've supported him. We've yes. supported him. He's sung for us. He's you know like, but I always feel like he comes to apologize after doing something extremely disrespectful and disingenuous to black women, and it's like it's an apology tour. And then when he comes, it never feels genuine and I've always kept that but I'm done like you know what Tyrese we, I, I'm sorry like you gotta you gotta really talk and you maybe need to sit down and talk to your wife cause she seems like you know she's not out in these streets yeah. going off so I think he needs to you know just she's like a sensible woman. sensible woman I think she needs to just I think they need to talk and I think someone needs to take his phone yeah, yeah. just like Trump yeah, yeah. Tyrese yeah, so, and Trump. Focus come on, on your Secret Service, FBI. I, think, no, I don't understand why Trump phone. has his phone and whoever is his friend like you need to say my guy like it's time you are Wait, having Trump or Tyrese or Tyrese. <laughs> well both I don't know if Trump has friends um, point. Tyrese is losing friends fast. I think this behavior is also it'll isolate him yeah and it will make people be afraid to want to be around him I imagine I mean he's recording everything or maybe you know at some point okay do you guys know that man's not hot guy the no. he's British he's like man's not hot <laughs> he's an he's a you've seen the video he's like skip it like I'm gonna play it for you but anyway there's this comedian this British comedian who has this video and I was like oh my god this is so funny and ridiculous come to find out he's a he's a comedian and he's it's an act so as I was watching Tyrese I was like is this an act like is he Mm. is he trolling us is he like is he like playing you know I don't know we'll have to see See, here's the thing. That's why I'm speaking, you know, as a journalist who's encountered, you know, interviewed him. I don't think it is. I guess that's why I'm saying I don't think it is. Because I think even though he wasn't melting down, he's always been rather arrogant for Mm -hmm. my taste. Mm -hmm. Particularly with black women who have been before Fast and Furious and Transformers. Mm -hmm. Your sweet ladies 
held you down. Sure did. And now, you know, you want the exotic girl in the video. I forget it. I'm still going to say it. Wait, let me play you Man's Not Hot. You guys know the song. Come on. No? No, I have no idea what that is. Wait, no. I want to hear the hook. I want to hear the And you hook. know I love a good black British. Is this Skepta? No. <laughs> it's a parody. Internet. It was like I'm into it. I'm into it. <laughs> but it's a parody. It. It's a parody. I love it. So at one point, especially yesterday, it's when British. Tyrese was was smoking uh, a cigar, talking about we should go vote for his girl in Atlanta. Did she win? By the way, I have to check that out. Um, that was nice. I thought. I was like, okay, is he trolling us? Is he playing? Like, this is ridiculous. But here's the thing, though. If he is trolling us, then I'm even more worried about him. You just won custody back of your daughter. This is not the time to be looking unstable if you don't mean it. <laughs> I, all right, I'm, I'm going to leave him alone now. But I, I ultimately, I just want him to be all right yeah. and to stop being on my feet with this chef person. Get you some awesome. good black girlfriends. Get a good circle. So yeah. girl can be like, mm, no, I don't think so. Like no. a black girl barometer. You know? Should I do this? No. I think his wife's about to take that phone though. I feel like, I, you know, I, feel, I, I, I really feel I like she's, you know, he's going to black out in a minute on, so, <laughs> on social media and I'm going to be like, yep. <laughs> he went to sleep and she unplugged the chargers. Lord. All right. Enough All about right. this dude. Let's get into Amanda Sills. Charlie and Yolanda girls. Hey, girl. Corey Boom. We got somebody special in the house. Okay, <laughs> we do. And listening to y'all Kiki, I realized she's a friend. Long time friend. To Essence. Love you long time. That's why when <laughs> Essence wrote that passport article, I was like, y'all really trying to come for me right now. Wait, All right, well, let's, get, let's, get, right let's now. get into no, it. Let's get right to it. Get let's right to do it. it. Wait, we she have... brought, wait, hold on. She brought no, her own. No, um... because I just happened to have these. Like really... <laughs> she brought her own headphones. <laughs> that's cool. I'm not mad at it. And they're really cute. They're now, really that's cute. That's a content like, creator look at her for that face, ass. She got her own. I have both. Headphones. Now, back and now, in the we're, game. now we're back. <laughs> back in the game. Hey, guys. You know how Hi, Amanda Seals. Are you one of those audiophile people who's like, I got to hear it right? Well, I'm a DJ. That's, That's why. Right. Yes. So she does have to hear it right. Yeah. yeah. But wait, wait. Say who it is. Y'all just oh, start talking. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Best friends. Corey, you have to say it, though, because you say it like everybody else. But you know the way you have to say it. <sighs> okay. Ready? Amanda motherfucking Seals in the house. Squally. <laughs> Welcome back. You've been here many, many, many times. Yes. I have been essence has been an has been the essence of my growth as a sister. Uh, as here we go. Yes. <laughs> yes, girl. It's there been a go. journey. It's yes. been a journey. <laughs> yes, yes. It's been a journey. We're here. You I'm always... Instagramming as hey. we're doing this. Hey. 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 Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I'm here at Essence. <laughs> you know what we're about to talk about. Okay. <laughs> we're about to clear the air. Clear the air. <laughs> well, before we go through the receipts, I have a little something I want to share. It's very small. When I was a just a young buck a writing young a, a blog on Blogspot, uh, <laughs> That's so bad. I wrote this little piece and I said, and I found it the other day cleaning out my hard drive. I was like, and last night, me and my friend and fellow blogger, B Squared, uh, shout out to Bridget Bartlett, hit up Amanda Diva Showcase at Ooh, SOBs. Old school. Disclaimer, since I went to this event for work, I don't feel comfortable giving specifics about her show. I don't know why I why said that. that. But check her out at myspace.com <laughs> forward slash Amanda Diva and divaspeaktv.blogspot.com and judge for yourself what I will say as a person who gets a lot of free music, I spent my hard-earned money, money to buy Amanda's <gasps> album. Wow. Been a fan for a while. TBT. TBT. Like I'm... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But you have since come very far. I, yes. And I'm just going to run through your receipts. Yes, let's get the, let's do these receipts. Uh, you're in New York for the New York Comedy Festival, yes. your smart, bl- funny, and black show. Mm-hmm. Cool it up. Um, you were featured in the LA Times 
for the black while funny and female 18 comedic actresses working in Hollywood. You played Tiffany Dubois mm-hmm. on Insecure. Peggy with the good ring. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You created, wrote, and directed the Get Your Life series. I personally love to get your pineapples episode because you brought Cree Summers. I was like, how the fuck did she find Cree Summers? You want to hear that story real quick? I do want to hear that story. Yes, please. Because um, I basically had been introduced to Cree Summers on Inst- on Twitter because I've played, I've been Freddy for Halloween for like five years. I just couldn't do it this year because of this hair. But I did call Melina and was like, hey, where do you ha- where did you get that curly wig? And she was like, it's a weave girl. And I was like, damn, I got to figure out a new character. Side note. So I definitely was Freddy and somebody on Twitter tagged her tagged Cree and she was like lol and I guess she kind of like looked at my stuff and started following me and they started following me on Instagram and then she would like comment on pictures and it was like is Cree Summer like what like my insta friend and then I would like reply back and it was like wait is this happening and so then when I moved to LA I just hit her up um, and was like hey like I'm physically here so I would love to meet you like in person we're both cancers, so for us to leave our home to it. go somewhere wow. is a journey uh, to feet. Um, and so we had brunch, and I was working on Get Your Life. We and had I was brunch. Brunch. Pause. L.A. Okay. That's brunch. Oh, that L.A. standard. Cash. Ladies who brunch. Yeah. Just we Here's to the ladies who brunch. <laughs> Everybody clap. Um, a little, a little Broadway for you, and um, Sondheim. Nothing. No biggie. Um, and so. I was telling her about that I was doing Get Your Life and that I was having some trouble getting sisters to rock out and to do the series because the thing that was happening is like everybody wants to be like popping, but not everybody wants to do the work to get popping. And there's like steps and there's um, dues, but then there's also just like. You just like connect with other people. And like mm-hmm. I'm somebody who I feel like has a very long track record of doing shit. So you can know that I'm going to continue doing stuff. Like that's you just you have to recognize who those people are. So when those people invite you to be a part of something, it's always a good idea to involve yourself. I'm not saying that you gotta be a part of it in like the whole top to bottom, but at least do your little cameo or whatever, you know, because those are people who are always working and you can you should you have to have the vision to see like that's somebody who's gonna pop off. So Cree was like, Oh, people are giving you a hard time? When do you want me to do the show? I'm uh, and over my waffles and my chicken. I was like, I'm sorry. What? Pildon? <laughs> over over my right, over my crepes, Pardon. and she was like, "Yeah, you know that's bullshit." She was like, "We should all be supporting each other." She was like, "You're clearly doing something dope. You're doing it from an authentic place, and it's your work. So why would I not want to support that?" And she was like, "And if my being a part of it will encourage other folks to get on board, let's do it." And that was that. The same day that we were shooting, another sister was supposed to be a part of the show, and she stood me up and never answered my calls. Her name is Jack Kay. Yes, the <gasps> legend. She stood me up, never answered my calls, and was scheduled to... I had done a play with her. She was supposed to be on the show, and mm-hmm. she literally just was like, oh, I can't do it. And we can always reschedule. Listen, I get it. Right. We all got checks to get. Yeah. Something comes up. I get it. But then she just never hit me again. She ignored my phone calls, text messages, everything. And it was just incredible to see the difference. They're both legends. Mm-hmm. You know, they're both icons. Yeah. But the difference was that Cree respected that I'm a youngin. I'm, a, I'm not even a youngin, but that I'm, I'm just coming up and I'm trying to do something. It's like, mm-hmm. this is four hours of her day. Right. Yeah. That can change my whole trajectory. Mm-hmm. And it did, because here we are sitting here and you're like, oh, I love that episode. I got to see Cree Summer. That may have been your entry point even to see and get your life. And I won't confirm or deny that I started eating pineapples after that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pineapples are good for the cooch. That's what the episode uh, yeah, that was about. about that, that it is. <gasps> I haven't seen it. And did you yeah. make them glow? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so how much pineapple are you eating, Amanda? I mean, no one's eating my cooch right now, so I'm not eating a copious amount of pineapples. Though I am eating pineapple literally while oh. we are taping this show. Yes. But pineapple is a must for Maybe vacation the- buffet breakfast. <laughs> put that out there. Always. And strawberries. And strawberries. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. I have receipt. to continue with the receipts. We're not done. You're one of our future 15 honorees. Hey. hey. You hosted Master of the Mix on MTV. Mm, you have a- On VH1. Ma- 
VH1, excuse me, thank you for the correction. You have a master's in African American studies from Columbia. Hello. Still paying for it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> Proud Grenadian. Large up all nutmeg massive in Addy Place. Oh. Do you still own your production company, Diva Works? Yes, I do, since 2006. And you guys were talking about a different show. It's complicated? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. she's done multiple one-woman shows. Yes. But the one that I saw that I can't get enough of is it's complicated. Topra. Wait, was it Topra? Topra Shanks. Shanks. Hilarical answers to serious questions on love, which we did at New York Comedy Festival three years ago, and we sold out there. And then we came back this year with Smart, Funny, and Black, and we sold out both of our shows at the Bell House. And last night was like magic. Was when I was even Kid, recovered. Kid Fury and Bevy Smith? Last night. Yeah. I'm so mad yeah. we missed it. We were we coming yeah, off we the plane from Miami. Yeah. And you played all of yourselves. We did. We, did. <laughs> we really did. Because you wouldn't have even been tired. Like, I mean, I'm tired today just because I was on stage basically from 8 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. But I, it's my show and I'm in shock. Like, it, like I'm like, I, it's my shit. And I'm still like, did we do that? It was the most... It was a moment in time. Like, my white manager sitting right here will tell you it was the most <laughs> black is beautiful moment. Like, <laughs> like, like, uh-huh. <laughs> it was really, like, the Come epitome. Back, do it one more time. We'll do, we, I mean. You'll be back. It's inevitable. Like, and, and everybody just came and rocked out. We were there. The second show started 20 minutes late. It started at 10.50. People stayed. Yeah. Okay? It was raining. Mm-hmm. Black women stood outside in the rain. All right. Like and for the fact that you have all these receipts for me is like I've been at it so long. Mm-hmm. And so it's really exciting to not only see people kind of like get it, but then also like create something that makes people like feel good. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we brought joy last night. Speaking of feeling good, and I'll leave with this and uh, give it to my co-host. But your gym Jopping series that I know you kind of started on your Instagram, but then he, you you package them a little better for um yeah uh, we Harper's did like Bavar. A, we yeah. did like an eight episode for Harper's yo seriously your IG feed needs to get an award because I'm I mean I'm real talk like sometimes you know I get on and I'm just like let me listen what this girl got to say and when you told that story about how you got to college. And yeah. how they were trying to push you out and what you did. Um, there is, I, I want to say it really means something to me. You're very inspirational. Very, very. But I know you're very funny and you could do, you're very extremely talented. But if you get a talk show, I may be in the front row. And I'm not big on talk shows. I'll be <laughs> honest with you. I'm not a big talk show love. But I would be like, what does Amanda has to say? Up next, more Yes Girl to come. Ooh, it's getting cold, y'all. You need those hot meals. Mm, I don't know what you're eating, but I am all about a warm bean situation Mm. in the winter, some veggie soup. I'm really like corny, healthy girl. I love vegetable soup. And I love anything that's quick and easy and delivered to my door. (laughs) Which leads me to Blue Apron. Because winter, spring, summer, fall, I do not have the time to grocery shop. Okay. Add on that with a kid. Please. Mm. Thank you, Blue Apron, because Blue Apron has changed my life. Okay, and as you know, Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. You can also choose from a variety of new recipes each week or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored, girl. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Gotta keep it fresh. Mm -hmm. And you know what I also love? Because there's so much things about what's good and what's, you know, environmentally sound. Blue Apron has established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers from across the United States. So their seafood is sourced sustainably. Produce is sourced from local farms, and I love that. I feel like I'm doing, by having Blue Apron, I'm doing my part for the environment. I love that. And just to tempt your palate a little bit, upcoming meals include cheesy broccoli baked pasta with crispy thyme breadcrumbs. Yes. Mm. Seared steaks and garlic butter with oven fries and romaine salad. See what I'm saying? I can. I feel like I can do this <laughs> and make it help. It is doable. Thank you, Blue Apron. <laughs> no, really. It's yeah. been changing the game for me and Habib. So check out Blue Apron's menu and mm-hmm. also get $30 off your first order with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash yesgirl. That's blueapron.com slash Y-E-S-G-I-R-L. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait, y'all. That's blueapron.com slash yesgirl. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Um, let's talk about the elephant in the motherfucking room. Uh-oh. Let's talk about it. She pink, she blue? 
Um, she, she black. She blonde. Oh, she black. <laughs> that she is. Go ahead, Amanda. So, you know, I made a comment um, that I still stand behind, mm-hmm. which was that if you can afford multiple, multiple. things, that's why there was an S. Right. Jordans. Okay. We must assume when we say Jordans that we are not referring to simply one pair. Right? True. And Nike suits. Another S. Plural. So that's multiples. Now, these are multiples of something that is expensive. Okay? Uh Nike suits are, a full Nike suit is like 350 right? Because the pants are like two, sometimes it's even five. Jordans, 200 250 and minimum. if you really, right, minimum. If you can afford multiples of these things and you do not have a passport, you're losing. Somehow, that statement turned into Amanda Seals is a petty bourgeoisie classist. No, is a classist petty bourgeoisie who is passport shaming the impoverished black community. Okay, first of all, we didn't say that. <clears throat> didn't say that. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm just okay. setting okay. it up. I know we didn't. Say <laughs> no, that. this we is why. It's, but I'm going to give you the context <laughs> of what I received your article happened. in. Oh, I see. Got it. So that was being fired at me because when people agree with you, they'll just like like it and keep it moving. When people don't agree with you, that's when they come for your whole neck, right? Mm-hmm. And it's typically in a disrespectful, uh, uninformed fashion, right? So I've got people coming at my neck, making up shit. I never meant. I never said. Anything about black people, literally zero, because the tweet wasn't about us. It was just a general tweet about fuckboy behavior. That's what it was. For the people. For the people, for everybody. Like, grow up. If you think you're popping and you're out here fraudulently flossing, (laughs) I'm doing doing arm gesticulations right now. And And this is what you're flossing with. Guess what? You think you're winning. You're losing. You're mm-hmm. thinking too small. Now, anyone who knows me knows I shoot from the hip. So I'm not going to say it in a Deepak Chopra fashion, okay? Which is what people all want. You know, they want you to say, if you want to sparkle on your journey and you want to shine make and you strides make strides towards bettering yourself, ain't nobody trying to hear that. <laughs> they, they might, they, the thing is, is that people might want that, they claim that they want that, but that does not make you move. Especially like our people. It just makes you feel like, yeah, I'm perfect already. I don't need to do anything. I don't need to try anything. I don't need to do anything. I'm good. And I feel like when when we actually do say things in like a direct fashion, then people, they may disagree with it. But when they're on that train at night, may pop in their head and they'll be like, I mean, she was right. But I ain't going to tweet that though. And you always stand by everything that you say. Because I don't say anything frivolously. And because for the most part, 99% of the time, I stand by it because it was an opinion formed on a foundation of fact. So what I was saying was that if you have the ability to buy all of these things, then you should be able, you should make sure that you are doing the responsible thing of getting a passport, knowing your credit score, having a credit card, sleeping on a real bed, you know, because when you limit, when you're limiting yourself to thinking that you're popping with, with just these frivolous things, you're not. That's really what the point of it was. Now, the Essence article summed it up in one headline, Amanda Seals wants you to get a passport instead of, instead of Jordan. And it's like, no, not instead of. In addition to, that's a very important discernment because, I mean, this is a very very important difference because I'm not saying, like, you're stupid for buying these things. I have Jordans. I'm just saying prioritize. I'm just saying balance. And also it's like it made it a black issue that I when I wasn't making it a black issue. Like, I ended up having to defend that side of it because people made it that, but, like, that was never my point. Of course, it's relevant to our community in a very real way, but this idea of passport shaming, I I, I don't have language for that. Like, Did you read the Essence article? Yes. At the end, y'all agreed. At the very end. Because we, we summed it up. Right, but people don't um, read whole articles, and so you buried the lead. Got it. Now, can you understand at all where people were coming from because when you think of Nikes and Jordans there is a certain association with the black and Latino community Nikes and Jordans 
Jordans specifically, maybe not Nike suits, but Jordans. I mean, I think that people always will put in their own perspective to make it relate to them. So I understand why people did that, but that doesn't make it correct. It's still just what it is. Mm-hmm. If I clarify, since I'm the person who said it, then that should be received. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when you say to somebody like, no, that's not what I meant. They're like, yes, you did. You mm-hmm. <laughs> And it just goes along with the fact that like <clears throat> we live in a very... Um, we're like receiving information in bite-sized formats at this point. And so people will just like have that one tidbit and it's as if nothing ever happened before that. I have a long track record track record of being on point, being about blackness, being about wellness, being about excellence. Like whether you like my delivery or not, it's always been good intentioned and that has been proven. You literally just gave receipts for years of this behavior. Right. And I'm so glad you say that because I'm glad we're talking about this, right? Because I'm, you know, we're on the digital team. And as digital editors, especially at Essence.com, mm-hmm. we make we try to make it our job to cover everyone in that way. Like the mm-hmm. full spectrum. Comprehensive. And I definitely think from our perspective, Yolanda, tell me if I'm wrong. We were like, we cover everything Amanda does. Like the you know, like I remember talking to you about your truth campaign. Like, you know what I mean? We we definitely, definitely cover your receipts. And this was a conversation that everyone was having on Twitter. You know what I mean? And we definitely agree with you at the end. But it's interesting because I think a lot of times as editors, we feel like we do cover a lot more, but we get held at a higher standard. Whenever we offend a celebrity, they will, you know, go to Twitter, call us out. Shame on you, Essence, even if people, you know, everyone's covering it, but it's shame on us. And sometimes we feel like we're forgotten for covering all of the good because that's what we do when no one else is doing it. Not saying you did that, absolutely, but it's an interesting conversation. Well, I was speaking more so from the context of the consumer. Gotcha. So, like, the consumer might forget that they read all the shit that you covered in the past. Mm -hmm. And this one story, they're like, they just throw it all out. Like, they'll just throw it all out. Like, oh, none of that made sense, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And then even in our reporting, it's like, I feel like in the reporting of things, there also has to be kind of a context of, like, we have supported Amanda all up until this point, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and so that when it's, when it's done in a way that it always, it feel if it's done in a way where it feels like it's always starting from zero, then there's no continuity. And I feel like we're at this point where people will read literally one tweet. This is true. And form a whole opinion. Like on the adverse side of that is like Tyrese. Like people see this one video of him crying and all of a sudden they're like mental illness and all that. And I'm like, this man has a track record of fuckery. What are we talking about? A long one. Like a a long long one. Yes. He's been consistent. (laughs) Like the calls for help didn't start last week. You know? And I'm like, so was it mental health when he was dogging black women for years? Years. Mm-hmm. You know, like video shoot talking about exotic. Remember, I remember that. I ain't forget Tyrese. <laughs> you know, was like these are like he just <laughs> is not like I, so. It's so I say that to say that I really have been on this like trend lately of talking about like just like critical analysis and that like we have to really not let ourselves get caught in this like starting fresh every time conversation because it, we are people and there's history and timelines and like you have to form a full a full profile about somebody when we see these shooters they didn't just turn up today like i don't like black people there's there's a story history of their behavior that ended in this situation Mm -hmm. but folks do not either respond to it or they don't check it or people report it and then it's not taken seriously etc and then voila so i think that it works in the positive and the negative but people take you all seriously and because and you should take this as a compliment because there are so few credible outlets that speak directly and for black women so we consider you all a sister so it's like your sister shading you it's like you on the school bo- schoolyard and everybody's jumping you and then your sister slides in a punch and you're like bitch how you gonna slide in a punch <laughs> <laughs> you riding with I thought we was riding I thought you was rocking with me you know and then you gotta go home and talk about it and so here we are we're at home we, talking about we it we take it we absorb it <laughs> absolutely um, but that's where it comes and it's from good, um, I'm so glad that you came yeah. um, to see us because I was like, oh, shit. I was tired of shit this gonna, morning. And Amanda is not going to come right. this You're morning. Like, what I tell you? <laughs> what I tell you? I was tired as shit this morning. I went to bed at 3.30 a.m. And 
my manager was like, I was just sure that you were going to say, like, we have to cancel Essence. And I was like, that was never an option. <laughs> we, it was that. never an option because they will be like, so Amanda didn't come. Yeah. <laughs> she she she's us. still mad at us. <laughs> she is <laughs> really <laughs> mad. You know, we, no, love, we you. love you. That was we never. Love you. Up next, more Yes Girl to come. As a non-pet owning person who grew up with dogs and pets only staying outside, I want to know, what is BarkBox? BarkBox is pampering for your pet, my darling. So for all my fur baby mamas out there, means you have a dog. Or cat, but I'm, um, you know, bark box. So it's okay. So you know how you guys have the like we have the beauty boxes, the mm-hmm. you know the food from like the food boxes. Bark box is like a goodie box, a monthly goodie box service for your pet, and Ooh. you do an unboxing. And I'm trying to tell you guys, Karma gets lit about this. Karma is very spoiled, by oh my, the way. Yes, but anyway, that's you know, another topic. I mean, she really, she's living her best <laughs> dog life. Um, and the Bark Box helps her do that. So every month, the Bark Box, like, paw picks. Um, they, they pick the best all-natural treats, innovative toys to match the dog's needs, which is what I like. Like, you put in, like, your dog's weight, you know, vibe. <laughs> Karma has a vibe. It's a vibe. Um, and her allergies. They keep, They consider all of those things. And they give you this little, like, package. And they want you to, like, have fun and, like, tell your dog, like, look, here you go, here you go. It's coming, it's coming. And they get, Karma gets lit. Last month, she got dumplings, like, little dumpling toys, Aww. a treat. And Karma is bougie. She is bad and bougie. She is particular about her treats. And I don't know where they're picking these treats from, but she loves them, you guys. She grabbed one, took it under the bed, and was like, deuces, mom. <laughs> um, so BarkBox is really a great way to try a variety of treats and toys uh, from local and small businesses. Also love that. That you may not otherwise be able to find. You know, like yeah. we can all kind of go to the same old places, the brand, the major chains. Yeah. So this is letting you um, shop small. Nice. Which is what I love. Each monthly box is themed. You know, it could be like County Fair, Bark Ball, Poo York City. Nice. Brooklyn Hipster Box. I mean, they're fancy. Um, if your dog's fancy, Bark Box is fancy. It's fancy. Um, and honestly, Scouts Honor, if your dog does not like something in the box, they'll send you something that they will love um, for free. They stand by that. Um, you know, because we want our fur babies to be happy. Nice. And the holiday season is coming right up, y'all. Exactly. So you don't have to be a pet owner to try Bark Box. If your friend or daughter or somebody wants a monthly surprise for their beloved pup, Bark Box is the perfect gift for your loved one. For a free extra month of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com slash YesGirl when you subscribe to a 6- or 12-month plan. So think about it. You get a free extra month of BarkBox for your fur boo if you visit BarkBox.com slash YesGirl when you subscribe to 6- or 12-month plan. But okay, one more thing, and because because you are the clapback queen, right? I, that's what which I, I call take you. very much pride in. Thank you. <laughs> you, <laughs> thank you. You definitely are. Before we wrap this, though, I do want to ask: When is it a moment to slide into someone's DMs and talk about this? And when is it a moment to blast it in a tweet? Because I always go back and forth about that in general. You know, like you were upset, you read it, you were like, "What the hell, essence?" You know, we get it. It was public. I didn't say what the hell, essence. No, not literally. What the hell, essence? I said, essence. This is not what I said, and that was not cool. I can understand why the headline did that to you. Okay, but that's why I asked, "Did you read the article?" Because in the article, I don't think we were criticized. We were putting out what you said, and then at the end. I think the writer you said... You buried the lead. Yes, we buried the lead. That's the issue. To, according to because Oprah. Because, uh, no, because <laughs> the headline sent people on one journey and then without reading. without reading it. And we know that people don't be reading shit. They will read a headline and that's it. And so people, literally, I saw people read that headline and be like, see? Right. That and does happen to us all the time. Like, <laughs> with the articles, they'll be like, uh-uh, essence. And we're like, but did you, but did you, did you read, read it? it? Like, we were doing good things. All right. <laughs> but we're so glad you're here. No, I'm glad Let's I'm on. here. Let's, Let's move on. Let's move on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm over here like the mother. And I'm like, and Okay. Okay. Um, really quickly, I know you've talked about this before, but just for our, our new listeners to the Yes Girl podcast, how did you get your part on Insecure? I auditioned. Oh, like regular? Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get I me wrong. Me. Like, I was fortunate enough to be able to get the audition, you know, because I was in L.A. and I had representation, et cetera, et cetera. And I originally, excuse me, I've told this story a few times. Originally, I went in as um, for Natasha, I mean for Tasha, mm-hmm. but I knew that I didn't have the uh, the hardware. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have the tools. The tools uh, for the part. Yes, and you got to know that. Like that's part of this. Anyone who's out here that's an actress, you got to know. Like, what do I do? What are my assets? 
<laughs> what am I bringing to the What am I? Yeah. You know, and like as when it when it says hood hot in the description, I know <laughs> that this isn't this isn't my space yes. of, of uh shining. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't have, I have proportional elements mm-hmm. uh, to my body and hood hot requires more of a grandiose appearance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> one of my favorite. The way she rides for her husband. That's so I was like, I was like, you know, um, can I, is there any other part? Cause this doesn't feel right. And the casting director was like, oh, Amanda, you know, you can play anything. And I was like, thank you for believing in me. Mm-hmm. However, we all know. They didn't go, it didn't go rock out. And she was like, well, how about the other role? I was like, what's the other role? And she's like, early 30s Ivy League graduate. Oh, you mean my life. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. And so four auditions later, I booked it. And Tiffany, you know, she's, Tiffany's here she's for you. Something. And they, you know, they, there's people Love who her. don't like Tiffany. And I'm just like, that's because you don't like yourself. <laughs> that's what <laughs> Tiffany would say. <laughs> Tiffany's pregnant, isn't she? I mean, yeah. she's, I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry. The baby daddy is not her husband. I don't know anything. Okay. So we, we have, have theories. theories. <laughs> <laughs> we we dedicated 15 minutes to Insecure every yes. episode this season Yo, on the podcast. Hilarious. We have I theories. totally don't believe that. I think it's Tiffany did not go to the um remember the the watch party? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. She said she was going. Her husband said she'd be there. But I thought she, wasn't she there. was morning sickness. But where was she? She, home? she wasn't home. They were at her house. Yeah. Oh. And then uh her husband, damn, I forget his name. Derek. Derek. Yeah. I'm sorry. Derek, Derek kept talking about the, the co-worker that he oh, got rid of. Well, right, so right. he thought. But I don't think he got rid of the co-worker. And Amanda's looking over here like she has those eyes. Mm-hmm. She knows something. I know nothing. <laughs> Listen, that's why I be trying to tell y'all. I'm like, we really don't know anything. Like, we show up to the table read like, like, oh, that's what happened? Oh, my God. <laughs> but I do love her. I do love how proud and bougie she is. Yes. I love, you know, for my man. Exactly. She's, yeah, she's I, pulled up. all day. She's all just day. pulled up. She's here for what she's here for. Mm-hmm. And she's also, like, very particular. Like, I even like Tiffany more than I did originally. Because I feel like this season, she got to be a little more, like, warm. And it also got to be a lot more about just, like, this is just who she is. Like, I did not spend all this money on... On creating my own font so that you could sit where you want. That was my like, favorite don't do this. line. <laughs> that was my favorite line. And the cake, the carrot like, cake, we debated. Yeah, so we debated the cake. Oh, so you hate us? Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, but like, which is something I would have done. I just love that she is like she's unapologetically her, mm-hmm. which is what I'm all about. But she's not as stank this season as I feel like she was last season. Like last season, I was still trying to figure her out, and I feel like I was playing her a little more stink and this season she just got to be different she's just different than them she has a whole different setup mm-hmm. you know and the things that give her solidity are different than the things that give them solidity her like goals are different everything yeah. is yeah. just well her inse- i think what we're going to get to see is like what is her insecurity mm-hmm. we haven't really gotten to see That's her true. insecurity you yeah. know for them their insecurities are very much based in like relationships and she doesn't have that as an insecurity so i'm curious to see just like with her as a as a character and as a mother to be you know where does she find like her waveringness and i think it's i would i'm so if the writers are listening um <laughs> hey, i Lisa. think it would just be fun to see like her realize that pregnancy is not all a beyonce experience no <laughs> yeah. now, that let's keep it real right. You know, because like that's what I appreciate when, like, I have a friend who's pregnant right now, and she's like, first of all, no, <laughs> she's like, everybody. But you love being pregnant, Yolanda. <gasps> I love being pregnant. What? Oh my god, Look that's how- another episode. That is another episode. <laughs> Look, well, she got the micro. Yes, like that's why I was like, Yolanda loved it. My friend was like, she's like, first of all, it's um, it's an alien. Yeah. Sucking the life out of you. Mm-hmm. My doctor you, called it. They're, they're like parasites. Yeah, they are. They're taking yeah. everything. And she was like, "But then you like have to love it. Mm-hmm. But then you like actually love it. And you're just like, huh? This is odd." Mm-hmm. And she's like, mm. "And she was telling me this was one thing I did not know. This is the first person to ever tell me that she was like, it is very. She was like, I never really knew until I was pregnant how much how little people really care about women's health because she was like, everyone's guessing." She's like, all these doctors, 
they're guessing. She's like, if it was a, if it was, if it was men that were pregnant, there would be so much very particular science around all of this. And she was like, I, it is incredible how much I simply learned from just other women who've been pregnant that I'm not getting from physicians. And she had like a UTI and the doctor that she went to, like gave her all these meds and she went online and looked at all the meds and like three out of the meds were definitely like problematic for pregnancies. And she, you know, so she would have just taken it. Who knows what would have happened, what would have happened. And the long story short of it, though, is that I feel like there's absolutely like this stigma, this positive stigma about pregnancy. I won't say positive. I just feel like there's this idea that like pregnancy is like perfection and that it's like this whole glowing experience mm-hmm. that really, though, it's it really is a trauma to your body. Like it does require a lot of effort and, you know, making a lot of decisions that I feel like people maybe don't really know they like have to make or yeah you know and um it's life and death yes we have an article right now talking about um you know when w- women are still dying at a really high rate after especially black women uh, pregnancy really at yeah higher, higher rates like alarming rates yeah it's actually a national crisis mm-hmm. but, really you know, but black women so who's gonna make right. that the right. national yeah. crisis well i'm gonna bring that up to isa because, you know, we like to have interesting yeah. themes attached to the show. But I think that, like, you know, there is something to be said for the fact that, like, Tiffany Dubois absolutely believes that her pregnancy is going to be spent in stilettos and, like, have le girl maternity wear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All for the gram. <laughs> All for the gram. All the she absolutely thinks that. And I would love to see that blow up in her face. I want to be invited to Tiffany's baby shower. Me too. Can we be extras? <laughs> Please. I will sit in the assigned seat. That's going to be, be epic. That would be an amazing episode. Yes. It would be. Because you know it would be like over the top theme. White doves. Everything. Oh my God. Mariah would sing. Please do the diaper raffle. <laughs> if you don't show up with your box of diapers for the diaper raffle and your gift, you're done. You're canceled. You got to go. You know? Like for entry. Yes. You must enter mm-hmm. with double down. Present. All right. So we need to start about our last questions because we are running out of time. But. Uh, we spoke to Yvonne Orji yesterday. Oh, okay. And she w- talked a little bit about how, you know, the first season of Insecure, you know, there was, you know, it came out, it was great, everyone loved it, but then the second season blew up. Yeah. What has been a shift for you being in the second season and as you weave your way to third season, which I know they're just getting started with the writing room and, you know, guys haven't been on set yet, but what's it been like? Um, I think for me it was actually a combination of Insecure and my Instagram like mm. the 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 second season of Insecure and the Caitlyn Jenner situation, like those two things happening so close to each other because Caitlyn happened, I think, like late June and then Insecure premiered, I think, late July. Like those two things happening simultaneously um, changed my life. Mm-hmm. Like literally. How so? Because I went from being just this character on a show to being a character on the show that also is just as strong of a person in the real world. So, you know, a lot of times like your character just lives bigger than you because like it has more visibility. I mean, that's just what it is. Even with celebrities, it's like you may see people in pictures or whatever, but they're not really speaking. You know, they're not really necessarily like having a voice about things. Whereas uh, Instagram and the Caitlyn Jenner situation like afforded me the opportunity to kind of define myself, you know, by my own rules and do that simultaneously with this character that also is her own thing on a very iconic like big show that I could not be any more thankful for being a part of, right? So those two things have changed just even how people approach me. Um even my career, like, you know, it's allowed my stand-up to start flourishing. Like, I'll be headlining Caroline's February 1st through the 3rd um, here in New York, five shows. So to even be able to, like, come back to New York in that way, you know, and and have left, but now come back and people are like, oh, my God. Before When I left, it was like, um, you, um, did you go to Piedmont? You know, like, that's what would end up happening. Like, I went to every high school Oh, I've also always been on Girl Code. Y'all, I have never been on Girl Code. I've gotten recognized more for being on Girl Code than like shows I'm actually on. People will really be like, okay, Girl Code. And I'm like, no, not really. So like to go from that and then now it's like, 
oh my God, you're Amanda Seals, I love you. Like that's just a very different exchange. And also it just, um, you know, my, my, my work and my goal has always been to be somebody that's a role model. And even if I make mistakes and even if I'm not perfect, at least I'm like attempting to strive for excellence and correct any you know, missteps that I've done in the past and, you know, I've grown and matured, you know, that's the other thing when you've been in this business for so long also, like people absolutely, like how we're talking about the comprehensive thing, like people will choose what parts of that comprehensive part that they want to keep for you. Mm -hmm. It's like I had someone on Facebook the other day be like, you know, she's hella whack. She was rude years ago. And it's like, I probably was, um, you, you probably earned it. Um, but, (laughs) (laughs) but for what it's worth, it's 2017 and you're on somebody else is Facebook and you a grown man saying that another grown woman is hella whack. What's, Let's move on. <laughs> like, what are we doing? So that's been like the, the real the real shift has been in seeing um, my voice get recognized mm-hmm. outside of the character, but in a way that doesn't diminish the value of being a part of this great show. Thank you. Is Black Smart and Funny going on the road? Smart, Funny, and Black oh, is... Lord. No, no. Let me ask that again. Can you edit? <laughs> Yelling. We're sitting right here. I don't know why. Can you edit? <laughs> I, I got you. I, I, headphones. I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> is four. Smart, Black, and Funny going on the road? Smart, Funny, and Black. <laughs> take two. Take two. <laughs> Lord. Okay. Is Smart, Funny, and Black going back... <laughs> At this point, you might as well just keep it all in. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> the show going on the road. So, we are in the midst of uh, negotiating an offer right now Ooh. for Smart, Funny, and Black to be presented in a more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, on a network. So in Netflixy? A, in, a, in a more <laughs> visible fashion. And um, yes, ideally, we will go on the road. Uh, what what the shows last night really displayed for me is that this is content that people want. Mm-hmm. And this is content that people need. Mm-hmm. Like, those are strong distinctions. But after last night, I feel like need is, is actually a worthy word, especially just with the world we're in right now. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, the fuckery. That yeah. Is and like blackness thrived in the room last night in a way that. I felt freed people like it made people feel like free in a way that made me say like we are gonna, we're going to need security because when people see how free we are getting to be in these spaces I feel like that's when people try to shut you down and we are only going to rise up we all went to see Chris Rock last week oh yeah and all of us walked out like shit we needed that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. like we we're not laughing enough no. lately and Talk to me about comedy as therapy because I know you got to go, mm-hmm. but really quickly, like how it just it, it soothes. You need it. You need laughter. Absolutely. Like laughter is one of those things that's a universal law. You know, like people need to love. People need to laugh. Like these are facts. But I think what laughter does, especially at these times, is that it allows people to kind of let down their walls and let in other information that they may not have like allowed. Um, and when you can bring together a room and laughter, like there's like a actual energy exchange that happens that we're all like sharing in this spontaneous response together. There's something to be said for that, you know. So for for a room full of people to be like laughter is joy so for a room full of people to experience joy together that's a powerful feeling that's why I love that we sing we have a lot of sing-alongs in the show because when people are singing together like that is just that's why you have choirs you know that's like you saw apartheid challenged with not only like like violence and not only with policy but also with like singing because like it just is a unifying thing to share that energy exchange and with the jokes you know that's my that's that's what I realized was my best way of being effective in this world like, in purpose. Like I've been a rapper and a singer and a poet. So I've had different mediums where I've been like talking about all of these same things. But once I really doubled down into comedy, I realized like, oh, like this is this is your blue top. Like this is your Frank White. Like this is your drug that can really like open minds for people. And I feel like for a lot of comedians, the therapy comes in the fact that we have to be aware so much. So I like that's what being a comedian is. It's being hyper alert so that you can, you know, address and and de- de- um, 
dissect and really get to the fine tune of things and find a perspective that people haven't done before. That's tiring. It's exhausting. Um, it creates anxiety. And when you guys laugh at us figuring out how to do that, it kind of like is the antidote to those things. So I think for everybody, you know, if you really have like being woke is tiring in general. It's just in in general. I know some people don't like that word. I still like that word because I know what it is to just have your eyes open and be awake on a regular basis with like what's going on. It's tiring when you feel like you're doing that by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I think my Instagram makes a lot of people just feel like, oh, I'm not alone. You know, like even not just what I'm saying, but like the comments, like you read the comments, you're like, oh, there's like all these other people that think like me and that understand that like, you know, narcissism is a real thing or that are, understand that like it's hard to find a black woman therapist, you know, like all of these things are real. They're not just something you're making up in your head. Um, and so when we're able to to when I'm able to like talk about these things in a way that makes people laugh, like I think it eases their anxiety of being aware as well. You know, so that's my my stand up is like 70 percent woke wittiness and 30 percent Ted talk. That's that's essentially what's going down. Like well, thank like you. That. that is a good one. <laughs> thank you, Amanda. You guys look at us. Look you, at, didn't no. leave, you didn't give him any Topra. Topra Shanks. So Topra Shanks, you know, it's funny that you bring up Topra. Um, so I have the web series Get Your Life. We talked about it earlier. And uh, you can see both seasons on Blavity dot com and shortly on my YouTube. But in that show uh, came. So basically, Topra was originated on a web series I have on YouTube called Diva Speak TV. Mm-hmm. And Topra Shanks is a cross between Oprah Winfrey, Tyra Banks and Ianla Venzan. Yes. <laughs> the babes. <laughs> she knows more than you. <laughs> She's lived more than you. She loves more than you. Beloved. But that is what allows her to be here for you. (laughs) She is a goddess. Yes. She She was a model, then an actress, and now she's got the Topra Shanks show. (laughs) On which she always gives a word. Yes. She gives a word. And she's here, you know, in her turbans and caftans. Um, She's here for you, for the people, for the goddesses. You glow, goddess. Glow on. And so this character, Topra, like... She's been a part of It's Complicated, this one-woman show I do about uh, relationships. I do it every Valentine's Day so that I always have Valentine's Day plans. (laughs) I start planning from now. I start planning from now. Mm -hmm. Like, in October, I'm like, we are low February. (laughs) Because it's holiday season. I ain't going to get a man over this course of time. Like... They're already is, snatched up. Yeah, this is this is redacted from the year. Like everybody knows, like this is cuffing season. They will cut you by the fourteenth. It's part of the rules, actually, of the whole. It's the rules of the whole thing. Uh, so I always do it for uh, for Valentine's Day, but. Um, Topher Shanks is in Get Your Life, and she's basically like this guru and. I just think a lot of us are looking for like insight and it's crazy because I think I provide that for a lot of people on my Instagram and I like do. I seek to be the exact opposite of Topher Shanks. Because <laughs> Topher is always together. Everything is in place. And Topher absolutely is fully aware that she is the woman you're striving to be. <laughs> She's goals. Like, she is goals. She's like, you know, today I want to encourage you (laughs) to look inside (laughs) and discover within you the woman I am. (laughs) And there you have it. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. In you. In you. In you. I am. I am. everything. Thanks to our guest, Amanda Seals, a.k.a. Topra Shanks. <laughs> if you enjoyed these conversations, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of Yes, yes Girl. Girl, such as our conversations with Angela Rye, Yvonne Orji, and Lonnie Love. 
You can find these on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review while you're there. And thanks, of course, to our sponsors, BarkBox and Blue Apron. Please support them the way they support this podcast. Thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work. We'll see you next week.